coming to you live from Fayetteville, Arkansas, in the beautiful Appleby Business Center Studios. It's time for Northwest Arkansas Business Radio with Adam Robison. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Northwest Arkansas Business Radio right here on Business Radio X. We are so excited about the story that we get to share with you today. Today, we have April Pelkey, who is a social media manager out there changing the world on her own. She's recently started her own business, and she's doing some pretty incredible things in the way of social media managing. Now, I know there are several people out in the marketplace, and and I just wanted to ask April a few questions about how you know what a good job looks like in social media managing and how to pivot and make changes when needed as well. But we'll get into that as we go with our conversation. April, welcome to Northwest Arkansas Business Radio. We're so glad to have you. Thank you. I appreciate it. I'm happy to be here. All right. So tell us just in a nutshell, what is your business, the name of your business and what you do? So I have a business called Superior Solutions, just recently came to inception. I've worked in marketing and social media management for quite a while now, and mostly on a corporate side of things, and decided that I could best benefit my local community and our local businesses working solo. Wow, sounds great. Um, Go ahead and and tell us about your background in social media marketing and management, because I know that you could have done anything. You're very bright, very talented young lady. People speak really highly of you. Um, Why social media management? I think it's really, for lack of a better term, it's an untapped market right now. And I think there's a lot of business owners out there that don't look at it as a necessity, look at it as a luxury purchase and really that's not what it is anymore it's definitely a necessity for small businesses local businesses if you want to compete on a large scale i think there's so many different things you can do out there both on a content perspective on a targeted perspective and if you don't know what you're doing you could be doing a disservice to your business and throwing money down the toilet, to be a- frank. Absolutely. There's a lot of money to throw away in yeah. this area <laughs> if you're not careful. But knowing that there's a ripe market somewhere is one thing, but actually dedicating your career to an entire direction or field is another. So what drew you into a career in social media management? What do you find the most rewarding about it? Well, I've been born and raised in northwest arkansas my husband was in the military we went to kansas we lived in texas you know but we ultimately decided to come back to northwest arkansas for our family's sake and this is a very unique market across the country i think people are very more adamant about local businesses and helping local businesses and i think that is one good thing that did come out of the pandemic is people started caring more about their local businesses and helping each other out. And that's really unique about Northwest Arkansas. And that's why I see in such an opportunity to help everybody. Right. Yeah. It's incredible. The community that we have, the way it everyone really is. is pulled together. Um, now, I I used to fancy myself as being pretty good in social media, and then I took or I stepped away from my computer for five minutes, and everything I know was totally out of date. How do you stay up to date and and, and abreast of all of the new changes and and new technologies and all of that good stuff? Um, Really, in a nutshell, 
I'm a term and conditions reader. I'm a rules and regulations reader. Um, I go through and I evaluate trends and I evaluate the different analytical campaigns across different industries and see what works for some businesses, what works for others, um, because it's not the same. Every business needs to be treated individually and customized. All right. So could you describe a a successful social media campaign um, that you've implemented in the past? I mean, how do how do we know what a a good campaign looks like? And that goes back to the customization. I mean, it's very much so what your goals as a business owner are. So some people may want a hiring campaign because they are needing more staffing. Some people may want a lead generation campaign. It's very specific to your business. You know, I'm versed in a wide variety of different campaigns. Um, I think the biggest thing is stepping back and looking at your business and seeing what you what your genuine goal is and i'm not even talking short-term goals i'm talking Mm. long-term goals and then we can sit down and talk about a step-by-step process of how you get to that end goal how you get to that finish line and sometimes that may be a hiring campaign one month lead generation the next um it really just depends business to business but I think staying up with those trends, staying up with those algorithms, and especially the rules and regulation in today's society. Like I did a hiring campaign not too long ago, um, speaking of something specific, with an electrician that was looking for more electricians. And they wanted journeymans, but unfortunately, with Facebook's guidelines trying to do a hiring campaign, you got to use the term journey person, or Mm. because it was a gender, um, what was the word? Inclusive? it was not gender inclusive okay. to use the term journeyman, okay. but that's the term that's on the licensure, right. you know? Right. Um, of course, it's not one person sitting there and reading the whole post and flagging it. It's all analytical on the back end of Facebook, so they don't realize what it is. Um, but implementing a strategy making sure that you're appealing to those potential employees as well as not ruining your brand by changing too much um i think that's what i specialize in is helping that individual business reach their individual goals wow that sounds incredible um let's let's talk about how you approach creation or content creation for different social media platforms are there are there any platform specific strategies that you follow every platform is different um even something as easy as a hashtag is going to be different across platforms of course there's some generic ones that's going to cross platform from instagram to facebook to TikTok. but when you're talking about industry specific that is usually specific to that platform. I predominantly work with Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, TikTok, and YouTube. Mm -hmm. So those are the ones I'm most well-versed in, of course, as the next app comes out. (laughs) You're right, right. That's something I'll have to add to my repertoire. But I think those are the five best platforms for a business to be on. Okay, great. Now, we all know that as as, as soon as we create content or publish content, the chance of someone leaving a negative comment or negative feedback is out there. Mm-hmm. How do you respond to negative feedback or criticism on social media? Um, really, it kind of depends on the situation. Like if you've got a service 
type business like back to the electrician plumbing things of that nature and somebody is an unhappy customer well i'm going to treat that very much so differently than somebody somebody being offended by language on a post Mm -hmm. you know so that's very situational um if somebody's being offended or something like that i'd I mean, really, any of them, I'm going to reach out to them via DM, mm-hmm. but it's just how you approach it. Sure. And and we can do more harm than good if we if we take comments personally, right. and immediately fire back. And mm-hmm. so having someone on your side that knows how to handle those things strategically is a pretty big deal. Right. So, okay, great. Um, let me ask you this. Now, I, I, I know I, because I'm one of them. I am a cheapskate to the bone, and if I don't have to pay for something, I won't. I'm the so, same way. Yeah, right. I mean, <laughs> penny pinchers, right? So so let's talk about common mistakes that people will make that are like, I don't need a social media manager. I can do this myself. Uh, they're, they're very real mistakes people can make that can actually cost them money or cost them business. Am I mm-hmm. correct? So... Uh, Of course, everybody's familiar with the boost button on Facebook as far as boosting a post. But when you just generically hit that, it's going to put in a generic targeted base that's going to go out to the United States, not just Northwest Arkansas locals. Okay. And so, I mean, what good is it going to do if you're specific to this area doing service work or a local hospital or something like that? And somebody in Arizona is reaching out to you. Like that's right. not going to do you any good. Right. Um, I think a lot of people just blanketly push that bo- boost post and don't realize that you can be specific with those dollars. And you may just be putting $10 on that post, but 10 posts, that's a hundred bucks right there right. that you've just thrown down the drain. Absolutely. If you're not hitting the right audience. Segment. And it would add up quickly, wouldn't it? It would. <laughs> and it does. It does. That's right. That's right. So, so other than hiring you, let's mm-hmm. just go ahead and put out a few pro tips if you don't mind. Um, sure. They're going to hire you, but before they get to, they just need one or two good tips to keep them from totally messing their social media efforts up um what what's one or two tips you could give us that you've seen that you you know they're repeated often and you just want to tell people hey stop by far the most common one i think is people yes you want to advertise your business of course but if you're just putting out here call today call today with a little tip nobody's going to pay attention to that. You got to be engaging with your audience. You got to be fun. You got to be entertaining because genuinely when consumers are on any of those platforms, they want to be entertained. If you can captivate them with something funny or a fun fact or something like that, and then plug your business in, you're much more likely to get engagement on that post. And the more engagement you have, the more calls you have, the more money you're making. Yeah. I mean, I know being a child of the eighties, when I first, when I first grew into, um, you know, just, just having a business and thinking about work and what I'm going to do for the future. Uh, one of the big philosophies was just hey put your sign up on a shingle and let people know that you're there right but and so now that that these people uh my age folks are getting into social media to promote their business uh i think there's they're they're approaching it with that same mentality so for those of us that don't know what's the difference between just putting a sign up on a building and saying i'm here or putting a post up on facebook and saying call today Versus really engaging your audience. What does engagement look like? I think the biggest thing is 
you have to realize that you are not the only business out there. And in the day and age that we are in, there are a million and one mechanics out there. What sets you apart? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And engaging with your base, even if it's something as minimal as an advice column. You know what I mean? I'm just coming off the top of my head. But having people call or leave text messages or or leave messages on your um, Facebook page and then you have a mechanic sitting there and going through typical troubleshooting issues. You know what I mean? Sometimes I think a lot of people want to separate business from pleasure Mm -hmm. but right now we are living in a day and age on the internet they need to be symbiotic they do um because you've got to set yourself apart no matter what way you do it sure and like i said before every industry is different absolutely you know what i mean that story is going to look different for everybody absolutely and even in one specific industry this mechanic shop is going to be completely different than the other one down the road Mm -hmm. you know yeah i know that you and i both attend networking events here in northwest arkansas Mm -hmm. it it almost never ceases to amaze me the fact that you may have eight different realtors in the room and they all pop up they say their name (laughs) they say something about the interest rates they say something about going through them but nobody's stepping out and doing something that makes me remember that person versus someone else Mm -hmm. and so i think what you're trying to say or what you are saying is that engagement with social media is really not just call today with my number but you're, you're putting something on there that's trying to separate you from everybody else right Right. i mean there's a million insurance companies every out there sure but you know uh the havoc guy from is is it all all state Mm -hmm. Uh, oh from yes havoc yeah i think it's all mayhem i think think mayhem guy yeah Yeah. but you have a car accident and you think of him and it's like okay that's how i'm going to call yeah you know or yeah, you have an accident and hurt yourself. You think of the Aflac duck, right? There you go. Right. Exactly. Mean, just a so, great idea to set them apart. Mm-hmm. Ducks have nothing to do with insurance. Yeah, there's no Don't guy out there actually, I mean, that I know of. Right. There, I'm sure there's some guy out there that's wreaking havoc on I, everybody's I'm lives. I'm sure, yeah. <laughs> I might be related to him, but never mind. I don't want to incriminate. That's an unrelated issue. (laughs) We can get off the rails if we're not careful. Right. Okay, great. So I think you handled that question really well. Um, Let's see. In uh, how, how do you define? and target a specific audience on social media. You got into it a little bit earlier as far as boosting boosting a post and it mm-hmm. going out generally. Um, I'm sure you know of a way or ways that you can actually target those efforts when you boost a post. Can you tell us about that? Believe it or not, it's pretty creepy how much you can target somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, in this day and age, you can target people based on what their household income is, wow. what um, county they live in, what their profession is, uh, what their interests are as far as like what they're searching on Google. Mm. Um, it That was the biggest surprise to me. I mean, born and raised farm kid, when I got into the marketing industry and realized how much Big Brother knows about us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and there's a lot of programs with, uh, with social media formats today where you can search their database and mm-hmm. find different demographic information about people. But especially Facebook, I'm familiar with, the Facebook ads have a way of targeting CEOs or, yep. or general managers that are looking to invest in their business. Or Yeah, yeah it's, it's incredible, as you said, how you can really target certain patterns of behavior for these posts and then 
I guess. And I mean, there's some businesses too that it's like, okay, well, this is my target demographic for the type of customer that I want to attract. Okay, well, that's not going to work for every single post that you put out. You know what I mean? I think that's something that somebody that isn't completely ignorant to social media, um, that knows a little bit, but doesn't know it enough to realize that each post you make, you should target differently. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So I want to ask a few questions that really kind of drills down into what you do okay. uh, as far as the return on investment. Okay? For sure. Because I'm an old training and delivery guy for the last 30 years. I've been going in and out of factories and offices. And, and the first question or, or one of the questions I get when when I'm interviewing a staff or business leader is, how do I know if this is working, right? Mm -hmm. And so we often refer to that as a return on investment. So let's talk about key metrics. If if we're setting up a return on investment, what key metrics are you looking at to know whether you're having success in a campaign or not? So first off, just to start, when I sit down with a business initially, we base your campaign entirely upon your business, your budget, what your business has the capacity to do. I've seen far too many times businesses jump in the ring, throw a bunch of money in, and then they're inundated with leads and they can't even manage that amount of customer load. You know what I mean? So that's one reason I've seen a lot of social media managers out there that have like package A, B, and C. I don't do that. Every single package I do is customized to your budget, to your business. We sit down, we talk about what your average ticket price looks like. Mm -hmm. And that's how we build your campaign because I want to make sure that we don't set our sights so high and don't set our sights too low either. And we can sit there and realize, okay, so you, this, campaign brought in so many customers that paid for and gave you some more sure you know what i mean and not to mention when we're talking about analytics of the social media platform i analyze that on a weekly basis Mm -hmm. you and me as business owners we will come together at the end of the month every single month and talk about what post worked best what post didn't do so well and that's how we pivot for the next month okay that makes so much sense tell me uh what role does storytelling play because i know we have uh all of these metrics that you're talking about Mm -hmm. um but i know people get attracted and pulled in and engaged with a good story oh yeah how do you use storytelling that kind of goes back to what I was saying as far as you don't just approach it like every single post is a pitch. You know what I mean? Sometimes engaging somebody in the beginning and then having a soft pitch at the end is a lot more effective than a hard pitch out the gate. Sure. And storytelling can help with that a lot. Yeah. Back to us talking about kind of doing an ask Jeeves with a mechanic, Mm -hmm. you know, that kind of thing can really engage people. And also it can, tear down a veil um when you're talking about doctors speaking on an advice column like that that can tear down a wall for people that may not want to go to the doctor because Mm -hmm. they're scared to whether that be a cultural issue or what have you or just how they were raised so i think a lot of that can help you bring in customers that maybe you didn't realize you that were out there sure case in point i remember going to the dentist when i was in the fifth grade had my first root canal to this day i am terrified of going to the dentist (laughs) but when i go it's the eye doctor for me really yeah so (laughs) when i go i'm like okay this person seems like a nice girl or like a nice guy Mm -hmm. they won't put me through complete agony right right (laughs) 
it's that whole story softening, basically warming right. up a cold lead and letting you know that, hey, I, I could partner with this person right. because they tell the same kind of stories. Right. And you know that you're going to be taken care of. Right, right. Okay, good stuff. Um, so we, we talked about... Uh, key metrics we talked about storytelling so let's really drill in how do you measure the return on investment for a social media campaign so my biggest thing is how much have we spent that month i mean your standard return on investment formula how much did we spend how much did you get back Mm -hmm. and if that means that we need to dial back your campaign for the following month whether we need to amp up your campaign for the following month um I think the biggest thing is back to what this whole thing originated is social media changes on a daily, weekly, monthly basis. Um, Those hashtags change, geotagging changes, um, rules and regulations, a hiring campaign that we did a year ago ain't going to cut it today, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. So you've got to understand as a business owner that there are going to be highs and lows, you know, social media ebbs and flows just like your business does. You know, there's peak months, there's low months, Absolutely. same situation. Okay. Good stuff. Good stuff. Um, let's look at uh, a term I heard the other day. I mentioned it to you earlier, influencer marketing. Um, Mm -hmm. it's something I'm hearing about. It's something our listeners may be hearing about. Tell me what is influence influencer marketing and, and what's your opinion on it? It works for some industries. It's not beneficial at all to some. Okay. Um, First, what is it? So influencer marketing is partnering your business with an influencer that already has a huge following on a platform. Um, A lot of times, if an influencer has a huge following on one platform, they're on all the platforms. Okay. Um, But just because they have a big following doesn't mean that that pool of customers is beneficial to your business. Okay. That makes sense. Um, So if you do choose to go with an influencer, I would be very careful as far as what influencer you choose make sure that they make sense for your business and make sense to partner with them too because you have to realize that if you partner with an influencer and they go off the rails one day and say something that is going to affect your business okay you know okay they are speaking on behalf of your company so that's something you have to be very very careful with and you need to vet them properly sure i think a lot of people compare influencers to social media managers and it's like I will do a video and I will speak for you if that's what you want me to do. But really, I handle the back end of things okay. more than being in front of a camera. I like man behind the camera. I got you. Okay. Okay. Yeah. My, uh, my mama used to always say I had a face for radio. I'm still not sure what that meant. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. I'm just I love kidding. that. Yeah. Isn't that great? All right. So, um, okay. So we've talked about influencer marketing. Oh, yeah. An- another term that... Uh, that I've heard brought up is brand consistency. Now, mm-hmm. I, I know what that is just by understanding the words. Right. Um, but how important is brand consistency? Because this may be an area where people fall down if they're trying to do their social media themselves. I think brand consistency is most predominant on Instagram. Um, I think... The best thing you can do, something that I put in place, is I, when I sit down with a business, I'll look at their logo, I'll look at their website, and I literally make a color chart and make sure that 
all the content's going to be different, but it's all going to utilize the same colors. So when you look at that Instagram page, it is pleasing to look at. I love that. Um, That may not be as necessary on like TikTok or YouTube, but the way Instagram is formatted, when you go to that, you want a consistent image. Just like when you go in Walmart and there's hints of blue everywhere. Absolutely. You know? Right. I can go to McDonald's right down the road here and then I can there hit could McDonald's. not be a logo on anything, but yeah. you know you're in a you McDonald's. You know you're in a McDonald's exactly. because of the brand consistency. Mm-hmm. So that makes so much You sense. want that to translate no matter where your business is placed. Sure. Uh, tell me uh, just a few more questions. You've been so generous with your time to Today. I'm so appreciative. <laughs> What's your approach to social media advertising? I think it is very, very beneficial if you do it correctly. Okay. Um, however, I've got a lot of experience in it, and it's very hard to just go out and give you blanketed advice when it mm-hmm. comes to um, social media ad. Uh, advertising when it comes to advertising and that's something you really want to do as a business I implore you to hire a social media manager Um, most business owners do not have the time or the energy it takes to run their business and to deal with all the upkeep of that (laughs) I guess yes because like I said I'm a terms and conditions rules and regulation person I'm always reading those and those literally will change on a weekly basis all right well for my last question today you get to give some grand advice okay Okay. so uh, what advice or tips would you give to businesses or individuals who know that their social media presence isn't cutting it and they're ready to make an improvement that's the first step you know what i mean uh, knowing, <laughs> knowing there's half, a problem knowing is half the battle right? <laughs> amen to that yeah. <laughs> so um i applaud you for the self-realization you've had as a business owner um the biggest thing is don't be afraid to talk to your customers and ask them for advice sometimes user-generated content is the best content out there every Every person in the world right now has a social media of some type, um, especially when you're talking about a younger audience. With that being said, if you had, let's say, a car lot and you wanted a good social media campaign, do a contest. Don't be scared of contesting. Mm. Reach out to your customer base that you already have and see if they'll do some really cool videos. You can never know. You can have a customer out there with a drone that makes a sick commercial and you didn't even really have to pay for it because their content entered them in a contest. Uh, That's such a good idea. You know what I mean? That's a great way to get free, good quality content. Yeah. So either with promotion or just realizing, Hey, this, this isn't really good. And, and, and one of the things, one of the uh, compasses I use when it comes to social media, because I, I, I'm not great with it, but I do realize that brand consistency is appropriate. I just kind of sit back and say, hey, would, would I buy something from something that looked like this? Because if, if I'm saying no, I would imagine somebody else would say no too. Right. right. <laughs> um, yeah. So anyway, April, you've been completely generous with your time. Um, how do people follow you? How do they follow Superior Solutions? So <clears throat> right now I'm on Facebook and Instagram. I'm working on my website, but creative people are our own worst enemies when it comes to being creative for your business. True story. <laughs> I have changed my infographics, my header, everything on my website a million times. Um, hopefully by the end of this month, it will be up and running, and that'll be superior solutions in wa.com. The domain's already purchased, it's just 
getting a side up, right? Yeah, making sure my branding is on point because mm-hmm. I'm harder on myself. It's easier when you've got a business owner that's like, this is my message, this is my brand. But when, when you own it, when it's you a own it, right? yeah. Yeah. It's like, I like this photo, but I like this one better. <laughs> right. And it's tough. You know, I'm in the mm-hmm. process of uh, finishing my dissertation, and I can remember there was about a year and a half. Uh, of time where I didn't know what I was going to write about and I went to my instructor and I Blank was like paper syndrome I want to I want to produce my life's work and mm-hmm. she just looked at me and said child just get started right <laughs> and so sometimes we need to just get that side mm-hmm. up and then perfect it as we go but I'm sure you'll you'll find that sweet spot for you right folks today you've been listening to April Pelkey from Superior Solutions she is fantastic at social media management I'm sure that if you reach out to her on social media she'd be happy to sit down or have a conversation with you in some capacity um, not only does she do great work but she is a, a whole lot of fun to work with and so I I give her uh, uh, just just a reservation, or I'm sorry, I give her a recommendation without reservation. She uh, she will definitely do your business right. This has been another episode of Northwest Arkansas Business Radio. My name is Adam Robison, and I can't wait until we get to visit again. Goodbye, everybody.